talking it. It's the Mountaineer Sports Insider, West Virginia's number one Mountaineer podcast, in our opinion. We are student media. I'm Tanner Lambert alongside Luke Blaine. I'm the sports director at U92, and Luke's over there is the co-sports producer for the Daily Athenaeum, which you can catch every day online and on Wednesdays when it's passed out around campus for the weekly printed edition of that. You know, Luke, I, I, I am also a uh, writer there, aficionado, I would say myself. Lots of great yes, absolutely. stories. You had a you had a breaking story this week. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know me. I'm that guy. Um So this week at West Virginia has been uh, quite a whirlwind. Yes, we are in the spring, and it feels like a lot of stuff is ending outside of baseball and rowing along with golf and tennis. Uh, But there's still a lot to talk about, right? Uh, You know, I see you over there petting a cat. What's that all about? We're doing this remote today, just so you know. The university's closed today. Uh, And so we are both uh, – well, you went back home, right? Yeah, I'm home now. I'm I'm back in Parkersburg, West Virginia. There you go. I'm here. Yeah. My cat loves Zoom meetings. Okay. And we're doing this on Zoom right now. She can't seem to leave me alone. Whatever what is, I what is, what is your things. cat's name? Her name is Tripod. She has three legs. All right. Ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can see I caught you off guard with that one. Too. Yeah, that was not the uh name I was expecting there. Uh I will uh, be yeah. completely honest. Didn't know if that's why the name was that, but uh That'll do. Yeah. Uh, so this weekend, Luke and I, we've been together quite a bit, just not on the air much. Uh, Wednesday night, we had sports night on U92, and Luke didn't even get to come on. Uh, the power went out at 9 o'clock. There's been a lot of severe weather this week, Luke. And, oh, you know, yeah. here as we sit on Good Friday, uh, hopefully the weather takes a turn. You know, it's my favorite weekend of the year with the Masters and all that. We're not going to really get into any of that here today, but uh, I have it on right now as I'm looking up and watching it while talking to you. We got a lot to get into. Uh, earlier this week, we sat side by side like I'm forced to sit by you at most things uh, at the introduction of new West Virginia women's head basketball coach Mark Kellogg. And I felt like he said a lot of the right things. I am going to wait to hold judgment, though, on the hire until I see them actually on the floor. Uh, it, it's going to be a long off season, though, as I'm just very anticipatory about it all. I, I want to get right back into it. Uh, I love basketball season here at West Virginia, you know. Uh, we love saying all of us that hang out together, student media, you know, that Coliseum, it's a spirit of 1.8 million West Virginians, you know, uh, the old Huggins hype video there to come out and see the Mountaineers play. And it's true for the women as well. And so I, I wanted your thoughts on the Mark Kellogg hire right off the bat before we get into the other stuff today. Right off the bat. I mean, we don't know anything else about the other candidates as of right now who were considered, but based off of what he's shown, can't blame him for picking up Mark Kellogg. I mean, he's had success at Stephen F. Austin and talked about how he needed something before he moved on from there that was the absolute 100% right fit. And he said that West Virginia met all of his requirements. And he, you know, he said he watched some West Virginia basketball this year and he thinks that the players are going to fit well into his system. And that's something that I think this team really needs going from its third head coach in three seasons or going to excuse me going to its third head coach in three seasons with Mark Kellogg yeah I I agree with you completely um I thought it was really good to see the players who are still on the roster at the introductory press conference of him uh of those including JJ Quinterly Kylie Blackston Kyle Watson and Jayla Hemingway for the five starters from last year that fifth starter was the fifth year Maddie Smith who is the all-time leader in minutes played now after what she was able to do at the big 12 tournament 
Uh, and she is now graduated, which is the only reason she's not coming back, because I think if she could, she certainly would be. Uh, but I am excited about this Mark Kellogg hire. You know, he's been 23 plus wins in the last seven straight years. He's won three different conference championships uh, coming over from Stephen F. Austin, where he took those that some of those teams to the tournament, uh, the NCAA tournament, uh, two times. And so, you know, the big word he used was advanced, Luke. And I think that that's really good to hear for this program, right? This year, it, it was a nice surprise to make the NCAA tournament. Uh, you lose to Maryland in the first round. But, you know, there's a lot of momentum, not just with this West Virginia women's program, but with women's basketball as a whole right now. And I, I think that they really tried to highlight that. And when I say they, I mean... Mark Kellogg, along with the new athletic director here at West Virginia, who was just hired a couple of months ago, Mr. Ren Baker, friend of the program. Uh, and I know that you spoke to him afterwards a little bit about not only Mark Kellogg, but uh, the winning his head coach in men's division one basketball. And that's, you know, Mr. Bob Huggins uh, and Coach Huggs. Uh, he, he had some things to say uh, about it. Coach Huggs was there, which was a great show of support, in my opinion. Uh, and I know that you spoke to Ren after the uh, press conference ended not only about Kellogg, but a little bit about Huggins too. Yeah. He gave his thoughts on Huggins. There's some contract details to work out in terms of renewal and other things like that. But Ren Baker did say that he fully expects Huggins to be the men's basketball coach next year, which I'm sure West Virginia fans really appreciate. Uh, obviously. I mean, he had that little talk at the end of their uh, NCAA tournament loss to Maryland about, you know, the potential of retiring, you know, just talking about <laughs> the words he used were letting some young guy in, come in and screw everything up. But no, Ren yeah. Baker, uh, <laughs> yeah, Ren Baker said nothing has officially been done yet, but he fully anticipates that there's not going to be any hiccups or issues in getting Huggins back at the helm of this men's basketball team. Right. And then it would be after this year that I think Hugs earns that emeritus status. I never can say that word correctly. I'm sure that you know uh, how I to say I think emeritus. It. Yeah, that's what it is. Emeritus status. Yeah. There you go. I can kind of say it. Uh, he will earn that after this year. And then he's on kind of a year to year deal. And it's just up to him at that point, which we feel like it is now anyway. Uh, I saw a list. I think it was just by some fan yesterday, but I was I was interested to see it and the top two unfireable positions were Bill Self and Bob Huggins in the Big 12. And some people were questioning why that would be true outside of West Virginia. But, I mean, all you have to do is come here once and you understand why. Uh, it's not only because of what he does on the basketball court, but, you know, the cancer hospital that he's trying to build, you know, there's not one in this state yet. He's raised millions and millions of dollars to begin that and try to break ground there. And I think that that'll be something he does even after he retires is continue to do those things. I think once Huggins retires, he he still will be around. There There's no doubt in my mind about that, whether that means he takes, you know, an associate athletic director position or, you know, a presidential kind of position here within the university. He is universally loved. Uh, there are certain fans on Twitter, but, you know, most people wouldn't even consider those those uh, fine folks fans, in my opinion. Uh, Bob Huggins, I mean, he, he is he's just the guy around here. I tell people I think that if he ran for governor, he'd win. Uh, 99% of the vote, uh, potentially. And that's because he would just claim his political party's West Virginia, and that's what it is. Uh, but that's how he yeah, feels. You know? the, I mean, he, 
his voice is the hype video for so many different things around campus. You know, spirit of 1.8 million West Virginians. We love to say that stuff, uh, but it is true. And so I thought that that was just, you know, a little bit of nice reassurance from uh, Ren Baker to hear that. But we're excited to see what's going to happen with this women's basketball program as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you talk about Huggins run for governor. I can just see him behind that desk with the stool. He doesn't need the big chair or anything, you know? <laughs> yeah, that that's that's fantastic. I, I love that idea. We're recording a little bit later in the afternoon here today. The university is closed. Uh, and so because I did not have classes, I was able to make my way down uh, to the Blue and Gold Regatta. Luke, uh, rowing is in season right now. We've talked to about them a little bit here on our podcast, and we're going to continue to do that as now their season's really getting underway. Uh, and that was pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. I, I do like crew. Like, I like rowing and all of those things. And the blue and gold uh, for the women's team, it was pretty fun this morning. You know, they were uh, spray painting their hair gold or blue based off of which team they were on. Uh, some of the girls on the blue team had blue contact lenses in that changed their whole eye color to blue. And, you know, I know that you and I are both guys that have vision impairments who have to, you know, wear corrective lenses and all that, according to our driver's licenses. Uh, I've worn contacts a lot in my life. Uh, I've heard that the colored ones are very uncomfortable. I don't know if I'd be able to do that. And it also was like very scary. Uh, so they were having a lot of fun with it. It was a lot of fun to be out there this morning and they will be going out to New Jersey next week to compete in a big regatta out there. So just a little bit of fun today to get back really into the swing of things. They were in Florida last weekend, uh, but really, really fun out there on the Mon River this morning because where else would you want to row, you know? So Yeah, absolutely. Oh. No, you go ahead right is, now. I, oh, I didn't no, know if yeah. you were going to add anything to that or not. No, I mean, I if if I were if I was in Morgantown today, I for sure would have gone actually kind of upset. I missed that. But, you know, it seems like a fun group. I have, I personally have not been to a rowing event yet. Uh, certainly need to make that happen at some point. Well, yeah, I mean, outside of baseball and tennis, I guess, a lot of the other spring sports don't really play here in Morgantown, right? You know, you have the golf team, you, you have the rowing team. They're always traveling every weekend, you know, these big events, most of the time in warmer places. It's been pretty warm here this week, but today it dropped. Uh, I had on the, you know, the winter coat out there it was 45 on the water, a lot cooler on the water as well. You got to think. Uh, so hopefully it'll warm up tonight before we get into uh, baseball here. Uh, first home Big 12 series. That's a great transition. It's going to be the Kansas Jayhawks in town facing West Virginia. West Virginia this year, Luke, number 24 in the country as it sits right now. The only team in the Big 12 to have won a series on the road in conference play. Obviously, we're a little early, but West Virginia has still played at least three games in conference play less than the next closest series. Nobody else is close to them. A lot of the other teams have played at least two, some even three or four series in the Big 12 already. So last weekend they were in Manhattan, Kansas. They went on Friday and on Sunday. If you would have told me that, I'd have been surprised. I would have figured Blaine Traxel didn't play well. Blaine Traxel played fine. It was the offense for West Virginia that went quiet. However, they seem to be bouncing back. A nice win on Wednesday against Marshall. Uh, and it seems that Grant Hussey is back, which is great for this team as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember hanging around at the DA office and the station with you while you all were getting a little nervous there near the end. But they in the last three innings, they just had a surge of offense. Yeah, and they were able to pull through. Yeah, they were. Grant Hussey on Wednesday, the West Virginia native. He was three of four at the plate with three RBIs. He walked a time as well, and he hit a solo shot home run early on in the game. The other 
two big offensive pieces there were uh, Landon Wallace, like usual, uh, J.J. Weatherholt, the we will get to him in a second. Uh, Braden Berry played well uh, as well as well as Caleb McNeely. And then Tevin Tucker came in and did some stuff too. It was a weekday game with a ton of pitching changes. Like always, Gavin Van Kempen had the start and uh, Carlson Reed came in and was able to close it out. And there was, you know, seven pitchers in between them, it seems. Uh, Van Kempen, he had uh, three earned runs against him and four hits and just two and a third innings pitched. Uh, but it was Carlson Reed who came in in the ninth and closed it out like he usually does with three straight strikeouts to give the Mountaineers the victory over the Marshall Thundering Herd on Wednesday. Uh, and that one ended up being 15 to nine. And you're right. It, it was in that seventh inning where they were finally able to get something going offensively uh, because they were down. They were down eight to seven and they tied it up. And then they really just ran away with that one to move into 22 and seven on the year. Uh, and I think that people were excited that I, I read the attendance was over 5,000 people down there in, in the state capital. Uh, or, or I guess it was up in Huntington rather. Um, but it was know. in Charleston. Oh, it, okay. So I was right. I thought I read that it was in Charleston uh, rather than played in Huntington. And I think that's because right now Marshall is undergoing a new baseball stadium construction. So they're playing their home games in Charleston at the university of Charleston's field. Uh, because I've got a lot of friends that have actually gone down to, you see to play uh, from my high school baseball team up in Columbus. And uh, actually one of my friends, she is the statistician for the team among some other things. She does kind of a quasi SID, I guess you could say. Uh, and she's there on some scholarship, not bad. Uh, and, and, you know, more women in sports is always good too. And, and to have her be a part of that, it's pretty cool because she reached out to me and asked if I was coming down. And I said, no, uh, we did not get the approval to go down and work the game against Marshall. Probably good that we didn't since the power was out here in Morgantown and nobody would have heard the broadcast anyway. Uh, but I'm very excited for this uh, series against Kansas this weekend. I will be doing the play-by-play for tonight's game on Friday, April 7th, here as they open uh, against the Jayhawks. The guy going tonight is going to be Mr. Ben Hampton. And Ben Hampton last Friday threw 10 strikeouts against K-State in the win. And he's been a very, very... Steady guy on the bump for West Virginia the last couple of years, including this one. But you could argue he's been even better this year, uh, trying to make a case to be the true ace on this team. Uh, Luke, I know that you got some stuff for me on this series overall, so let's get right into it. Uh, I will, without further ado, mention J.J. Weatherholt very quickly. He is ranked as the number one second baseman in the country right now, offensively and defensively. He leads the nation in hits. He has the highest batting average in the Big 12, the most stolen bases in the Big 12. And then defensively, he's been absolutely terrific as well. And, and now I, I know that there's a very, very good player on Kansas as well. So let's get right into it, Luke. Give me what you think about this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. West Virginia currently sits at third in the Big 12. And Kansas down at 7-2, two, two spots away from last. And looking at the leaders in the Big 12, you have – on the pitching side right now, it's Blaine Traxel, but like you said, he will not be getting to go tonight. Am I correct? Yeah, he will be playing tomorrow on Saturday. We'll see Blaine Traxel. He leads the nation four complete games on the year, Luke. Absolutely incredible there from Blaine Traxel to transfer in. Yes, absolutely. But Ben Hampton has more batters struck out than Traxel. Hampton has 43. Traxel has 40. Looking at the big 12 standings right now on the hitting side, uh, like you said, the best second baseman in the country, J.J. Weatherholt, has a 4.63 batting average, but just two spots behind him is 
Cody Shoyanaga at three three eight or three eight eight. Excuse me. Yeah, so, so I mean, there's a big difference there, though, because Shoyanaga is the third best hitter in the Big 12, and he's almost 100 points lower than where J.J. Uh, Weatherholt's at as far as at the plate goes and, and putting that ball in play. Yeah, absolutely. And Weatherholt is also second in the Big 12 for on-base percentage with 531, and he leads the Big 12 in runs scored with 39. And 56 hits to leave the Big 12. J.J. Weatherhold yeah. is just doing it all for this WBU team right now. Yeah, he I is. Mean, I, I, I've never been – I'm still, you know, working my way around, getting to know the game of baseball a little bit better than I do. Yeah. But I could, I just keep hearing the name J.J. Weatherhold, J.J. Weatherhold. And it's really exciting to see that WBU finally has a guy who is getting this much attention. Yeah, no, I, I I definitely agree with you, uh, and, and it's definitely exciting. You know, I, I say it all the time. West Virginia led the nation in attendance above the Mason-Dixon line last season, which is a really good statistic. It was top 50. I think it was like 43rd, if memory serves. Um, and, you know, that doesn't sound great, but then you add in the fact that they play here in Morgantown, and you're like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes a lot more sense. And being the number one team in the North, I know technically WVU is not above the Mason-Dixon, but they're counted in that statistic. Uh, we're right on the edge here in Morgantown, but they count West Virginia since they start the first month on the road. Uh, they were out in Arizona for quite some time earlier this year and in the Carolinas as well for a little bit. But, you know, it, it, it's just an exciting time, I think, for this team. And a, a really good series uh, this weekend here, I think, against the Jayhawks is going to be up. Uh, and, and I'm excited about it. I, I think that you are, too. I'm sure that you will try to watch from home as you are at home on this Easter weekend. Like many, many of our friends and student media are, you can't blame anybody for going home, but I wanted to stay, work some baseball, watch the masters, you know, all the good stuff that goes with that. So I'll be out there tonight at the Mon County ballpark. Uh, and I think it should be a lot of fun. I, I argue uh, that it's the best home field advantage in the big 12, Luke, you know, you come up here in the, you know, uh, higher altitude, you have the weather here. And for those teams from Texas, it's a lot tougher to come up here and play in 40 to 50 degree weather rather than 75 and sunny, not a cloud in the sky. You might get some rain. I mean, I guarantee you, you'll get some rain uh, as well as the high winds. You don't feel that in a lot of other places. And then just on the field as a whole too, you know, it's a turf field. Nobody else in the Big 12 is a full turf field like it is here in Morgantown. And the fans are definitely out there to show their support for the team. So I'm pretty excited about that. You know, you have any other statistics for me as far as this Kansas series is going to go? Uh, I do not see anything else. I, okay. I'll, I'm, I think we're good to move on to next sport. All right. That sounds good to me. Let's talk about tennis, Luke. Uh, golf has been off for a little bit, but I'll definitely – not fail to mention them, I can guarantee you that. So the tennis team, they've got a big matchup this weekend. Yes, they do. Uh, number 10, Iowa State. And Iowa State has just been red hot this year. They are top of the Big 12 right now, highest ranked team of the Big 12. And they're just, it's been really exciting to see them. They've had some big wins. They topped Texas earlier this season. Uh, Texas back-to-back -back national champions. And also what's exciting about this one is it is a uh, the second reunion of Ting Pei Chong and Iowa State. Uh, Chong started her career there after two seasons and then transferred to WVU in 21. But 
she will see some of her former teammates there and had a chance to talk with her about that last year. She said it's always fun to go back and see them. Uh, she still, you know, pays attention to them and tries to see them play whenever she can. So I'm sure it'll be a special day for Chong against her former team. So I would assume that's out in Ames then, or you'd probably be here. Uh, no, it's in Morgantown. Oh, it is. Okay. I just, I wanted to, I wanted to get some time home. Yeah, I know. I, I got you 100%. All right. Well, maybe I'll make my way over there. Uh, I would yeah. assume that they're playing inside. It's nowhere near warm enough out here right now. Yes. They will so, be at a games are played indoors or matches are played. Excuse me. Wow. The tennis expert got games and matches from look at me. So they will be playing at summit tennis Academy, which is right over by university high school. At, uh, they had a time change they just announced today. They will start at 11 a.m. rather than 10 a.m., which was what the previous time was. All right. Well, there you go. So you can get out to the Summit Tennis Academy, support the women's tennis team here who, you know, they, they've definitely gotten better over the course of the season. Obviously, probably not where they want to be, but continuing to improve, which is definitely a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what you want whenever you have such a young team like this. Mostly sophomores. Camila Bossi is a sophomore. Misha Kucherova, Tanya Lipitova, just naming some off the top of my head. Camila, and I mean, she is the anchor for this team. She's a true leader. She's vocal. And she played professionally a little bit over the summer in Brazil, which is her home country. So they just continue to get better. They're so much better than what they were last year. And I expect that going forward as well. When, you only, when you're only losing one girl in this offseason, and that's fifth-year senior Penny Jay, who has not been a part of the primary lineups ever since Tanya Lipitova has come back healthy. So I think they have a lot to build off of. Um, we've talked about this before. They won their first Big 12 match since the 2018 season yeah. with a win over Kansas State. First win in, fran or in not franchise, program history over Kansas State. So a lot of good stuff happening over at tennis. It can just get lost a little bit and how dominant the Big 12 is. Yeah, I think that's fair, and we see that in a lot of sports. You know, the, I think the Big 12 is a very underrated conference. Uh, you know, everybody always likes to talk about football. Well, I mean, they had a team in the national championship this year. I get that the Big 12 plays a different style of football, but you can't just grade a conference on that. A lot of, you know, the national media likes to do that. Well, the best basketball is played in the Big 12, I think, in both, both, both men's and women's. Uh, and then, you know, you have – teams that win national titles in almost every other sport consistently. Uh, and, you know, I mean, softball, you have baseball, you have soccer. The women's soccer in the Big 12 is great. Like all of these other sports, they matter. Tennis is another one of them. And, you know, I, I wish that there were other sports that were played in the Big 12, but because of the geography of some of these places, you know, we don't have things like hockey uh, that are, you know, Big 12 sanctioned sports. But uh, I, I, I do think that there is definitely something to be said about Big 12 women's tennis. Uh, I did want to mention golf. Golf has been off to continue to prepare to host their only tournament of the year, which I will be doing the best I can to make my way out to. I definitely will be able to make it on Tuesday when they're here. Uh, April 17th and 18th down at Pete Dye in Bridgeport will be the Mountaineer Invitation. And Mary the Mountaineer will be there to shoot off the uh, shotgun start, which is probably the only place that you actually have a real gun shooting stuff off. Uh, she did that this morning at rowing too. is pretty fun. Uh, and I'm just excited for that. I keep seeing things from Sean Kovich, the head coach on Twitter, uh, among some of the other players and the WVU golf Twitter page itself about, you know, just 
how excited they are to finally get home and host their own tournament. You know, we talk about this with the rowing team, with the baseball team, with the golf team, these sports that start at this time of year uh, or restart their season because up in Morgantown, you're not playing golf in November, December, January, and February. And so they have to either travel around the country or just take some time off and not play during that time. Uh, but they are able to get back into the swing of things and host a tournament here in April. And everybody seems very excited about that. I know I, for one, am. Uh, Luke, have we missed anything? I don't think we really have. Well, uh, if we want to go back, first of all, I want to correct something I said a little bit ago. Iowa State is the top-ranked team nationally in, okay. uh, for the Big 12 in tennis. They're actually, just looking at the plain Big 12 standings, they're fourth. That's so, really crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah the, the rankings are all computerized for okay. NCAA. Um, so you have Texas, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma ahead of them in the uh, raw Big 12 standings. Okay. But I uh, did want to mention, since we had talked the last, the gymnastics team yes, ended their season there we go. at the NCAA tournament, the regional. Um, one Mountaineer of note is Emma Wary. She scored a 9.9 overall on the vault and had a chance to make nationals as an individual, but she was beat in a tiebreaker, so she will not be going to nationals. And the season ended there as WVU placed fourth in their regional matchup out of four teams. Well, they had the bye in the first round, and I think that they would definitely call this season a success. They're another young team here on the campus of West Virginia, and uh, just all of the best to them. And we are proud of what they did this season. We've enjoyed talking about the gymnastics team, Luke, uh, for sure. Uh, we did not mention off the bat, I've been putting this off. Cornhole started this week for the mm. MSI team. Yeah, you see the reaction there from Luke. That's about how it went. Yeah, you can't uh, see it. but No, it was bad. It was bad. It, it was sucked. pretty bad. We got swept 2-0 in the first round. Uh, we were the two seed, by the way. Uh, but we yeah. will move on. We will play next week once again, and we'll be back and better than ever. Maybe Luke will show up on time this time and get some actual practice in. But that, I, hey, I don't, look, I don't look, have hey, much faith. That Morgantown traffic, man. It is, oh no, that's that's very true. But it is bad. I mean, you know, five thirty start. I think you'd leave the house about four forty. But that's all right. You know, some people yeah, just don't have right. discipline. <laughs> no, okay. I'll, I'll I'll get there on time this week. I'm but sure I you will won't. say. I will say we are going to apply the uh, Mark Kellogg philosophy of advance. That's it doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter that we're in the losers bracket now. We're just going to focus on hey, advancing one game, what, one match at a time. It's the yeah, second round. It is the second round. As far round. as I'm concerned, second round. Uh, yeah. what, what are you doing else this weekend here while you're at home? Anything fun? Oh, I'm just chilling out with my cat. We're actually going to go out and grab lunch with some family here in about an hour. Uh, you, and, and you, and, you and Tripod the cat? Tripod the cat. Yeah. She Well, she doesn't. No, not, not that she's not leaving. She doesn't leave the house. Oh, okay. Um, I was a little confused. Not exactly. Not exactly cut up for a world of survival of the fittest with only three of her four limbs, you know, so. Was she born that way? No, she, uh, she ran away from her previous owner and, uh, they found her in the woods with half of her arm and it was infected. So they just went ahead and. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh my God. She's a warrior, man. Okay. Fighter. All right. Wow. Okay. You see this beautiful sign I have right over here above my shoulder? You see that? I do. West Virginia's do country. I found this in the road yesterday. So that came home with me. I was wondering how long that had been there. 
No, I found it in the road yesterday. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. It was trash day. It, like blew away from somewhere. Too bad, man. Yeah. That's a that's a good sign. You, yeah. You're a big mountain. You're a big Mountain Dew guy. I know you're like. Uh, I know your primary drink is a Diet Coke. Yeah, I had to. You know, I still drink too much of the Diet Dew too. You just don't okay. see that. That's my like. You know what I have to. Is that drink your guilty night. pleasure behind closed doors? Yeah, I used to drink a lot of Mountain Dew, and I drink like regular straight Mountain Dew, and I had to stop doing that. Uh, it was getting unhealthy. Like three of those a day. Oh God, that's that's too much. Uh, will you be tuning into Augusta at all this weekend? I assume not. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is that that's... the Masters? Masters. See, yeah, that's my point. All right, yeah. thank you. Well, thank I'll, you. I'll be I'll be watching it uh, secondhand. My dad has had it on all day so far. Great. He he knows what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, that's true. He's a big golf guy. Good. What a yeah. disappointment you must be then. I mean, <laughs> good no, lord. Actually, no, he. I I know I was never a big fan of golf growing up. I would uh-huh. I would play now. I yeah, would, I'm sure you would. I would go out and do it. Okay, but uh, now he was actually he was told by one of our uh, tennis experts in the Point Pleasant area. He said, uh-huh. "Listen, don't try to force him to play golf now. Let him focus on tennis, other things." Yeah, he, sure. He can he sure. can play he can play golf later in life, and uh-huh. that's been my philosophy. You can also play tennis later in life too. That's true, but. Not everybody can make states in high school tennis. I know I didn't. I so know. I'd probably kick your I, ass I, at I, that. I had, I had my chance, would you? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I played tennis for about 10 years. Yeah? Uh, yeah. A little jump step there to start off the serve. Let's go, you know? Yeah. I could probably only t- get, play yeah, like a court. full point and then I'll be done, but yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get some of the – we'll get a couple of the girls from the team. I'll take uh, That's Camilla what, and you can did, – Did you know that Ben Mackey played a match with them? I did. Yeah, okay. I, I see that 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 clip plays on the um, screens in the Media Innovation yeah. Center every once in a while. Yeah, of him playing against uh, Kendall Kovic. Yeah, who? Yeah, Kendall did not Kovic go well is the for one. Mackey. No, I'm. <laughs> I don't did even not. have audio, but I I can see from the screen. You don't need to hear anything to yeah. know who's winning that one. Yeah, but uh, Kendall no. Kendall Kovic. That's actually, I mean, not to bring it back into the official business, but Kendall still has not suited up for the Mountaineers for quite a while. Yeah, uh, since way before conference play, she's she's the one. Um, I asked head coach Mihal Lisak about that, and he said uh, it's not injury related. Um, but they will address that when it comes to time and if it needs to be addressed. So hope all is well for Kendall. We'll see what happens with that obviously hope i hope she's doing well yeah for sure so uh, a big weekend here in morgantown as the home series against kansas will get underway other than that we've covered it all it's been fun today you got anything else you want to say i got nothing all Tanner. right all right thank you thank you i wasn't gonna let you say anything anyway okay uh, i enjoy, got the feeling uh, you're probably going to the roadhouse for lunch i assume it's actually that's that's hilarious no we're going to there's a, a restaurant called Roadhouse, but it's not Texas mm-hmm. Roadhouse. Oh, okay. It's in Ripley, West Virginia. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, how, I was I, like, how do you know about that? I go there often. Oh, yeah. Ripley, yeah. Ripley? Sure. Big Ripley guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's been fun. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Oh, I love Luke Plain. You have no idea. I love you, Tate. Oh, you too, oh my God. 
go check out. Oh, well, I guess we didn't mention, but you can check it out on the DA uh, online.com. Kirk Creasa, uh, he joins West Virginia out of the transfer portal on the men's side. Huggins picks up a commit. And I absolutely love the video of Huggins fishing where he says, I got him, I got him. And everybody tweets <laughs> that every time there's a transfer yeah. that comes in here. It's fantastic. Oh, that was awesome. I think uh, I saw Ethan Bach tweet that yesterday. Yeah, That's Bach good. tweeted A couple but, other people tweeted it. I do have that video on my phone. I should start using that more because it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. um, but that's a big commit. You can go find out more about that on the daonline.com. Uh, sign up for our newsletter. My story there. Yeah, sign up for the MSI newsletter. You can do that on the daonline.com. Follow us on Twitter at Fairbanks to WVU for our uh, weekly uh, promotional uh, game day graphics uh, for Cornhole. Uh, mm-hmm. This week we were Spock and whatever the other guys knew, Captain Kirk. I've yeah. never you, watched you, Star you Trek. Be, I just knew who that yeah, was. I was about to say I never have either. I was like, You're people knew who that was. Man? Like there were some other ones that I was looking at and I was trying to make, and I was like, nobody's going to know who these people are. So I tried. Uh, I tried to get Tanner to put our faces on the new uh, Barbie character posters yep, for that yep. movie. See, this is why we do not put you in charge <laughs> of anything ever. You're gonna um, you're gonna go see that movie? Do the double feature of Barbie and Oppenheimer? No, I heard that was a thing though. Is that a real thing that people can do? Yeah, it's because they're going well. I mean, I'm I'm not sure if it's like you can order tickets specifically for that, but a lot of people are going to do that because both of those movies release on the same day. Oh, and it's just kind of funny because those are two wildly different genres. You have like yeah, I would think so. Dark, a dark, gritty Christopher Nolan film, and is that going to be all in black and white? I thought I read that. Not from the trailers. Is it not? I don't think so. Okay, you're not a Star Wars guy, right? No, Star Wars? Yeah. I'm a huge Star Wars guy, man. You watched the new Ahsoka trailer? I did. Fantastic. That stuff. has me excited. I, I love Looks it. a lot better than it. season three of The Mandalorian. Uh, uh, I haven't even watched <laughs> that. I'm I, I'm still I mean it's not that I don't want to, it's just I've kind of lost track on all my shows. I haven't seen a Marvel project since uh yeah, that's probably a good Thor thing. Love and Thunder. Yeah, that's probably yeah, a good thing. Hopefully those get back. No, I wanted to see be. Black Panther. I heard Black Panther was good. I heard it sucked. But... I don't know. Really? I, I think all I think everything since Endgame has been bad. So Yeah. I've, they they gotta they gotta do I've something been... different. They gotta shake it up a little bit. Every yeah. single movie well, can be a world the... event. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now, like, that's I mean, just not believable at this... this point. What? Yeah. And what? I mean, the whole Jonathan Majors thing. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, that's not great. Not great at all. No, not great at all. No. <laughs> uh, don't hit people. Um, yeah, no. so that'll be interesting, too. They might have to actually shake things up. So we'll see. Uh, but the yeah. Ahsoka series looks pretty cool. Mandalorian has been bad. Uh, some of the first parts the middle of the of season Andrew, were good. Though. I have not watched it yet. Don't tell me to watch it this I, weekend. I really like it. This weekend's the Masters. Uh, that's what I will be watching. As Sergio Garcia is four over currently, there's your little Masters update. Uh, former champion and current live player. But uh, a lot of guys in the red numbers. I'm assuming the cut's probably either going to be even or plus one, depending on how many guys are there. Uh, but some great golf down there in Augusta. Hopefully the weather holds around the country this week, and I don't need another weekend of no power. We already had that earlier this week. It's been bad here in Morgantown. So stay safe out there. Yeah, Mor- Morgantown, Morgantown traffic's already bad. It's even worse when the. Oh my god! Yeah, I couldn't imagine driving around. around with no traffic lights here. 
uh, I would not do that. I would not do that. I oh, you'd have to pay me a lot of money to try and do that. That yeah. sounds horrible. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Mountaineer Sports Insider Podcast. We thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week.